You are listening to us, Unscripted Stories, brought to you by Northwestern University's Multicultural Student Affairs. We are recording at the traditional homelands of the people of the Council of Three Fires, the Ojibwe, Potawatomi, and Adawa, as well as the Menominee, Miami, and Ho-Chunk Nations. Well, welcome to another episode of Unscripted Stories. Um, my name is Aaron Golding. Today, we are joined by um, some of our or our fourth-year multicultural student affairs office assistants, who will soon complete their journey here at Northwestern University. Um, yay! Yeah. Um, they are going to be sharing some stories with us from their four years on campus at Northwestern and reflect upon their time working at MSA. So um, hope you all enjoy our uh, conversation. Um, to get us started, uh, I'd like to have everyone just introduce themselves with their name, um, your major and pronouns, um, and how long you've worked at MSA. Um, let's see, Austin, do you want to kick us off? For sure. Um, yeah, I'm Austin, Austin Gardner. I am a, is he him pronouns. I'm a fourth year in SESB. So I'm studying um, learning and organizational change in African American studies. I worked at MSA for hey, hey, yeah two and a half years. I want to say it's like two years and five months. Great, um, Bademi. How about you? Hi, I'm Bademi. Um, I am a psychology major on the pre med track. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I've been at MSA for about a year and a half. So beginning of my junior year to about. Thank you, uh, Erica. Yeah, so my name is Erica, also a fourth year um, in CESB, majoring in social policy, double minoring in African-American studies and business institutions, and oh, she or hers pronouns, and I've been working at MSA for about the same time as Bedemi, so about a year and a half, going on two years. Great. Uh, Link. Um, I'm Link, majoring in communication studies and uh, minoring in film and media. And I've been at MSA all four years. I got hired as a freshman. Yay. Um, and last but not least, Antoinette. Hi, um, I'm Antoinette Narvasa. I use she, her, hers. I am studying industrial engineering in McCormick. And same as like I was hired as a freshman. So four years now. Very cool. Veterans, they're veterans. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so uh, we were thinking about these questions and just thinking of something that might be kind of uh, a fun way to start out our conversation. Um, and so when you think back of your time working at MSA, as we all know, a lot of our time is um, spent working at a desk. Um, you all often staff the, the front desk. So you're the first person that people see when they come into our spaces. Um, and so the question we were thinking about was like, what are you most likely to be doing during your desk shift? What are you most likely to be doing at the desk? Um, Erica, do you want to start us off? Yeah, sure. So most of the time, honestly, I'm sitting at the desk doing my homework. 
but when people come in, I usually just like to make conversation with them, especially if I don't know them, just trying to, you know, get them acclimated to the space and you know, make new friends. But when nobody's there, um, I'm just doing my homework or just trying to be productive, straighten up the spaces or whatever. Cool. Um, Link, what about you? Um, yeah, kind of same. I mean, if there are students in the spaces, I will be talking to them. Um, if not, I try to do homework. Honestly, it doesn't always happen, um, but <laughs> there's an effort put in. So, uh, and sometimes I'll just be eating candy. So it's really just all, all, all the above. Um, Austin, I see you laughing over there. So what are you thinking about? <laughs> uh, just how similar my experience is. I have an intention to sit down and minimize the work study and do that work in that study and then someone will walk in and I'll be like oh my god hey what's up and then we're just yeah and then I'm like what my shift's over how what because then because like people will keep coming in you know they like shuffle through the spaces and every time somebody comes in you're like hello welcome how are you today and then if someone needs something and then it's just like oh the coffee also once we got coffee you know next person comes in they're like is there coffee I'm like well there will be <laughs> Austin spends his whole shift talking about astrology. Ah, yes. We love astrology in the GSRC. Um, Link does not love astrology in the GSRC, but that's okay. We welcome we welcome those who love and dis dislike the astrology in the GSRC because we you know doors are always open for everyone. Um, Dedemi, what about you? Um, <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. There's a point now that like <laughs> I. I don't even say I'm going to do my homework anymore because it just doesn't happen. <laughs> so like when yeah, I, that was, <laughs> like, yeah, there used to be time. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get this assignment. Then I'm going to do this, this. No, it doesn't happen anymore. So I really, at the desk, I'm mostly talking to people. Usually when I work are like when events are happening. So there's always like people in the building. So like I mostly fill my time with that. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I can understand that. I feel like it would be really hard to get work done at the desk with just people just coming in all the yeah. time and wanting to chat. Yeah. Astrology, all that. <laughs> <laughs> always astrology. <laughs> always, it's always astrology. <laughs> all the time. But only in, only in the GSRC. <laughs> That's the only place I ever work. Time, every time you start something. Um, Antoinette, what about you? Kind of echoing everyone else, like what everyone else said. It's like with the intention of like doing homework because you're there with your three or four hour shift and you're like, that's so much time to do homework, nothing. And then I always end up scheduling myself during mealtime. So I'm there ordering food. So I'm either ordering <laughs> food or eating my food, you know, there's like, or like waiting for my food to come. That's <laughs> And talking to people <laughs> or like shopping online, just a bunch of unproductive things. <laughs> That's what I was about to say for you. You started out with homework and I was like, nah, fam. No, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to confirm what Antoinette was saying because every time I see her, she always has food or like usually, or at least last quarter, um, when I would be working in MCC, she would work the shift after me. And sometimes I'll, you know, stay in MCC for like maybe 10 minutes afterward. And usually I'll just see like a delivery person come in dropping off her food. She always has food with her. Yeah. What is that place you always get for me tonight? 527 Cafe. <laughs> I miss them. I really miss them. You always got popcorn chicken and bubble tea. Yeah. All I ever saw me eating at the MCC. I just walk in. I'd be like, oh, Antoinette's working today. Yep. Yeah. <laughs>
Well, for our next question, um, <laughs> why did you want to work for MSA? What drew you to MSA or wanting to apply and, and get, um, get hired on? Let's see, Austin, you want to start us off? Um, Daphne? I would talk about that. <laughs> I would say it was, I mean, because uh, also like when I got hired, it was very, I mean, pre-Linda was very different. It wasn't really a hiring process. Um, Sivan and I were talking about that. We were like, we now have a hiring process thanks to Linda. And we're like, we didn't have that. So it's like beautiful to see that happen. And we're like, wow, people can actually like know that there's like jobs and people can apply. When I, like when I applied, I just was in the black house with Daphne and I wanted to work at MSA because my current, well, at that point, current job was not um, good for me. <laughs> it was just a not great work environment where I didn't feel like valued or seen. And I was like, you know, vocalize. It was a research lab, and I'd be like, "This research is not. I don't. I don't value. Like, I'm like, I'm not super cool with the way this is being done." And they'd just be like, "You just don't understand it." And I was like, "No, you hired me because I knew what I'm doing. You just don't want to listen." You, anyway, so I was I was like, <laughs> like complaining to Daphne about that, and she's like, "Why don't you just work here?" And I was like, "Can I?" <laughs> and she was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Well, that sounds great. Um, I like Daphne." So I was like, "I." I come here all the time anyway, um, so that sounded nice. And then it just ended up happening, and, and now it's been here ever since. So, yeah. awesome, um, Antoinette. What about you? What? Why did you want to work for MSA? Your first year. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I didn't really know. Like, I had no sense of what MSA was before I started working here. I was just in need of a job, and I talked to Courtney from SES. And she told me that um, MSA had, a op had an opening. So then I, I applied. I actually applied and I had an interview with Colleen, who was our supervisor then. And then I just, I got the job and I never left cause, because why would you leave MSA? So. And then yeah. you got promoted. And then I got promoted. Like immediately. Like, <laughs> like after probably my third month, I got promoted. <laughs> She's too good. They were like, we got to have her. No. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Emmy, what about you? Um, so for me, I started working for MSA my junior year. And um, it was like, actually, not intentional. Because I think there was like an opening. Because I already, I applied earlier. But then this uh, position got filled. And then there was like an opening in the middle of the quarter. And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because, like, I'm already in the Black House, like, 24-7, so I might as well get paid to be here anyways, and it's around, like, people that, like, I love hanging out with um, and learning about, like, what MSA does, the free printing, so everything just <laughs> added together, and yeah, that's it. So we have a surprise guest uh, joining us now, um, Christine, yeah, you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Hi, everyone. This is Christine Montanu. She, her, hers. I'm one of the assistant directors that works in multicultural student affairs. Why are you on our call, Christine? Well, I'm here to share a little memory um, about Antoinette. Uh, your face, oh. Antoinette. <laughs> Um, so first I'll say that um, I started at Northwestern in the summer of 2016, so I'm also a senior, so Yay! all of you have a very Yay. special place in my heart um, in terms of just like 
surviving at Northwestern for the past four years. Um, but specifically for Antoinette, um, I don't know if you remember, but we, I think we met on your very first day at Northwestern at the SAW orientation. Oh. Like, you remember this too. Um, we were in that massive room in Parks Hall and we're doing kind of like intro slash icebreakers um and I remember I met Antoinette I remember it was you because you said home was the Philippines and I was like you know I was just starting my role and I was like yes and a PETA student I'm gonna latch onto her <laughs> um so yeah since that very first day um I've gotten to work with Antoinette a lot um through solidarity um, you were Kai Begun's treasurer and co-president, um, and I was advisor for Kai Begun, um, working on the Jubilation Committee. Um, and I've just been reflecting, Antoinette, on how much you've like grown in your time here. Um, so I was thinking, this was, I think last year, last spring, um, MSA was hosting an APITA leadership mixer where like the leaders from various APITA student orgs come to just hang out and reflect on their leadership. It's a little more intentional than just hanging out. Um, but we were doing an activity where I was like reading off statements. Um, and if it applied to that person, they would like step into the middle of the circle. Um, and there were two statements that I was like specifically thinking about Antoinette about. Um, so the first one was um, like step into the circle if you identify or you personally think of yourself as a leader. And Antoinette didn't step into the circle then. Um, and then immediately following that, I was like, okay, well, step into the circle. If you're a leader of an APITA student org, and I was like, I know Antoinette has to step in. Well, they all had to step in because they were all leaders. Um, so I don't know. I hope since that moment, Antoinette, like you've seen how much you're such like a strong leader um, for Kaipigan, for Quest, for the office assistants. Um, it's so exciting to be able to work with you to like facilitate solidarity next week. Um, it was great to see you delegating um, as Kai Vegan's president and preparing your amazing agendas for your meetings. Um, so yeah, I'm just so proud of you and like, I'm just so grateful that we've been able to share this time together at Northwestern um, for you, but also all of you, um, like I said, you know, class of 2020, starting 2016, have a very special place in my heart as a cohort. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Applause. <laughs> okay, bye. Is that it? Yep. Thank you, Christine. Bye, bye Christine. Bye. Didn't you win some sort of leadership award? Yes. yes. Tell us about that. Your picture was up in Norris for like a year or something. You want to you tell us? <laughs> It's because MSA nominated me. I oh so overwhelmed, so thankful. I just mm. do my job <laughs> because I mean it doesn't even feel like a job to work for MSA. It's just like working with it's like working on a group project with people you like. Mm. You know, it's how it feels like. So it never feels like work. I'm just so thankful. Eh, yeah, uh, I'm speechless. Oh, that's so nice. Back to our question of uh, why do you want? Why did you want to work for MSA? Um, let's see. I think Erica, have you did you go yet? 
Mm-mm. No, I actually, I wanted to work for MSA ever since I started school at Northwestern so badly. Just because I was always in MSA spaces, especially the Black House. Like, there's a running joke that I'm always in the Black House. I've <laughs> always. So, like, there's a joke that I'm there on the left side of the couch in the original Black House. I would just be there. And that's my spot. <laughs> Nobody else is there. <laughs> but, um. No, I always wanted to be there just because I always thought it was a cool job. I would see other office assistants and they would just, you know, be sitting at the desk. They would be doing their homework or they, you know, help out with events or they, um, you know, talk to people who come in, you know, talk to fa- prospective students and families who come in. I'm like, well, I already do that anyway, <laughs> just as a, you know, person just hanging out in the Black House. So why not just try and get a job and get paid for it? But then they never or you know, because I wasn't work study and it, it was always told that, you know, they were only hiring for work study at the time. So I was just never able to get the opportunity to apply. But then junior year came around and then they were finally, there was an application process. Thanks to Linda. Thank you, Linda. And I was able to apply. And then I got the job, fortunately. So that was cool. Especially because freshman, and it's also really funny because I'm kind of a tangent. I worked, this would be, this would be my third job in Northwestern. My first job, I worked at Phonathon my freshman year. That's another story. <laughs> Sophomore <laughs> year, I worked. I worked for the library, mud, um, mud library specifically, which was a cool job. You know, it was a desk assistant job as well. Um, but it wasn't as, I guess, social or as focused on like creating community because you know it's the library. People go to get books and study and leave, and so it didn't have really have that aspect. And so when junior year finally came around, I thought about it like would it look weird if I every year I have a new job but then I decided I didn't care about that and I was, I'm gonna just apply and I've stuck with it for the last year and a half so yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's> my story <laughs> thank you thanks for sharing um Link what about you um so I started at Northwestern in saw the summer academic workshop with uh Antoinette and they took us to the Black House in the MCC to use the printers. I don't remember <laughs> printing. Um, that was my first introduction to MSA. And I didn't really know like what MSA did at that point. I just knew they had free printing and that was important. Um, free candy. And free candy, yeah. That was honestly even more important. But, um, <laughs> but a couple other of the um, Saw kids got hired and I, um, sent Colleen an email and was like, are you still hiring? And she's like, no, we're kind of full up. And I just happened to be in the MCC on a day. She walked in, she's like said hi to all of us. And then she walked out of her office like a minute later. And she's like, someone just sent me an email that they can't work, uh, this year. Do you want to work? Do you want to, you want a job? (laughs) And so I think I went in the next day before class and did like a, like a five minute, like interview, Interview. quick interview. Yeah with Colleen and she like pretty much hired me on the spot and uh, I've, been, I've been here ever since. So. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. We have another special guest <laughs> joining us right now. Uh, special Hello. guest. Do you want to. Hello. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yes. This is so exciting. Yeah. yeah. So many beautiful faces. Hi everyone. Um, I'd be delighted to introduce myself. My name is Dav or Davri Velasquez Phillip, and I serve as the director for Multicultural Student Affairs. And I'm the number one fan 
of all the OAs on this podcast. We love you, Dev. We are your number one. <laughs> Dev, why are you joining us uh, this afternoon? Well, we as MSA, and really this came as the idea from Linda and Aaron, wanted to invite some of us to stop by and just thank you all for your work and the impact that you've had. Um, but connected to unscripted stories, also share some stories about mm -hmm. you all. And I have the privilege of specifically being able to share a story about Link. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Am I, is it okay to proceed or do we need a moment to feel embarrassed? <laughs> I'll feel embarrassed just throughout it. So just <laughs> I will keep my story um, short and sweet, but I'm not sure if all of you know, I joined the team about two and a half-ish years ago, and the first student that I ever met when I came to Northwestern during my interview was Link. And I remember when I arrived to campus, really being nervous about meeting the students because I mean y'all are brilliant you're incredibly intimidating what? um for for better or for worse you know you all really make us earn your respect and love um and I could feel that the moment I got to campus so I was really nervous especially um meeting the students I didn't feel as nervous with you know my colleagues and faculty and staff but any student affairs professional who is really committed to serving students will tell you that um, the students are really what makes or breaks the experience. And I remember just the love and attention and care and Link's cute little laugh while we were walking around campus on a very cold day. And the look in their eyes when the tour originally did not include the Gender and Sexuality Resource Center. And I said, hey, would you mind if we made one more stop? And they were like, sure. Doesn't that sound like Link? <laughs> <laughs> it does. And on the way there, just being able to hear about their experience and about home and us connecting and just how warm and welcoming and thoughtful um, and sharing about their experience as a student, but also when I would ask them questions about students and they were like, uh, uh, you know, just trying to give me the best, um, I guess, overview that they could as I was making my decision. And I remember at the end of the day, just feeling like I met so many people and yet, Link, you were so impressionable. Like your generosity, your kindness, your kindness, um, I, I felt cared for, I felt seen, and I just thought, wow, if that is the kind of student that I get to work with it, when I join this community, if I'm privileged enough to join this community, that's exactly who I want to work with and serve. So, Link, without you, I would not be here. Um, you are directly one of the greatest reasons why I made the decision to come to Northwestern, and I cannot thank you enough for not only the impact that you've had on my life, but certainly the way that you've influenced everyone, especially those connected to MSA. I have so much love for you and I thank you. Um, why am I crying in the club right now? That's <laughs> 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 so sweet. It's not even about me, but I'm tearing up. I, I was like, I didn't come here expecting to cry. What is that? Yes, I'm like, why am I crying? 
I feel attacked. Why am I crying now? <laughs> <laughs> you feel attacked. Emotions. My heart is so full. Well, let me just encourage you to maybe get some tissues because I don't <laughs> think that that will be the last round of tears. No. Oh. Well, thank you for stopping by, Dav. Thank you really for having it. me. Love you yep. all. Yep. Bye, Dav. Bye. Thank you for listening to us on Scripted Stories. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Support for this podcast is provided by Joe Scaletti, Emma Sadden, Sydney Hastings-Smith, Saeed Resco, Alex Mana, Austin Gardner, Rafael Contreras, Juliet Sparza. The support from Vishnu Venagopal, Linda Love, and Aaron Golden. Subscribe to hear more from us.